Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hello, I'm Kate, and this is How to Be a Better Person. As in many places around the world, we're starting to emerge, at least a little bit, from quarantine. This week, I'm devoting the episodes to thinking about how to re-emerge mindfully. Let's feel this out together, because really, there is no roadmap here. I'm starting this week off with a really deep, perhaps unpleasant, big idea. And that is, that as much as we're eager for things to quote-unquote get back to normal, there is no going back. We are in a new era, and that requires a new way of life. Basically, our old reality has died, and our new one is being born. I mean, listen, I know this is kind of a downer, but we need to be able to look a fact straight in the face. It's Monday. It's a good day to face facts, right? I recently subscribed to Rhode Island Monthly Magazine because I live in Rhode Island. And you know how when you subscribe to a magazine, they send you the previous months? So I got the April 2020 issue and I flipped it open and was looking through the pictures. And I mean, I was just struck by how that world no longer exists. There were pictures of people at parties. There were pictures of people on boats. I was just like, wow, this is a love letter from a time gone by. I was just texting with a friend this morning and she said something really simple, but also really profound. She said, I'm so excited for my new life to begin. I can almost taste it. And I thought that was so wise because she didn't say, I'm so ready to get back to it or resume real life. She had acknowledged whether consciously or unconsciously, it really doesn't matter, that what comes next is all new. Meryl, shout out to you, honey buns. And really, that's what we all need to do. Because corona is not magically going away anytime soon. We're going to reopen society and the economy, and then we're likely going to have to clamp down again. I've heard it described as it's going to be more like a dance. I think of it kind of like a faucet where you're turning on the hose and sometimes it's coming out full blast and sometimes you turn it down to a trickle. Progress, no matter what we're talking about, not just limited to the coronavirus, doesn't happen in a linear fashion. It's a curly cue. It's a doodle. It has an upward progression, yes, but it doubles back on itself. You're going to feel like Groundhog Day. Oh, haven't we been here before? People have been saying coronavirus is this generation's 9-11. And in many ways, that's not exactly true. First of all, 9-11 was a one-time event. It was contained. It had a long tail, definitely, but the situation wasn't changing every day for many months. But there is one similarity to now, and that is that after 9-11, some things changed immediately and irrevocably. Think about the whole travel experience. That changed overnight, practically. No more meeting friends or family at the gate, or getting to the airport 20 minutes before your flight. 
or giving an airplane ticket you couldn't use to someone else. Yes, we really used to be able to do that. (laughs) Corona is also like 9-11 in that there are certain ways we used to live that are now just gone. For example, concerts and parades, well, they may not be gone forever, but they will be gone for a long time. Also, we are all going to need all kinds of masks. We're going to need masks for exercising. We're going to need formal masks. We're going to need professional masks for the workplace. We're going to need super heavy-duty masks for when it really counts. And then we're going to need the ones that we can just throw on when we're walking the dog around the block. Hand washing also isn't going anywhere. Neither is contact tracing, something I'll talk more about later this week. That's something that new that we're going to have to get used to. But more than all these logistical things, what's gone for the foreseeable future is a sense of being out in public and not thinking about germs. I mean, are you ever going to hear a cough or a sneeze the same way again? I'm not. We're also not going to be unmindful of the connection we share to every other person around us, regardless of political persuasion or race or class or gender. We're all vulnerable to the same potential for infection. Some folks are more at risk, and I get that, but we're all at risk of infecting others, even if we're not worried for ourselves. We have to reckon with that responsibility now in a way we really haven't had to before. And of course, many of us are reckoning with economic realities that are altered in a big way. And we know now from the Great Recession that those effects linger. And perhaps you're dealing with personal loss of a loved one or a friend. My heart goes out to you if that's true. Maybe you were sick and reckoning with a new reality for yourself too. It's not easy to come back from this illness. So that's a lot of big losses, right? It's very appropriate to feel grief and finding ways to mourn. Of course, you are entitled to all your feelings, and I'm not here to tell you how you should be feeling, but grief is tricky. You may not recognize it for what it is, so I want to plant the seed that that may be what you're feeling. It can show up as numbness or anger or be interspersed with moments of huge joy because it makes you thankful for what you have. And knowing what you're feeling helps you live into it, which helps you process. It's like Ricky Ricardo said, Lucy, you got some processing to do. Something like that. (laughs) Which leads me to today's tiny assignment, which is to take a moment to either write down or talk with someone else about the things you miss from the time before Corona. Or write and talk. Writing is more intimate, and you might be more revealing on the page than you would be with another person. But talking with someone else can help you go further, and we all have a desire to be heard. Some of the things I miss are gathering with friends, waltzing into the grocery store without waiting in line, Smiling at other people on the street, going into my mom's house, having alone time, (laughs) going out on dates with my husband. On a bigger level, I miss the feeling that I wasn't taking my life or others' lives into my own hands by being around other people. I feel I need to suit up now to leave the house and I'm sad about it, for now. Tell me what you miss by posting on Twitter or Facebook and tagging me at Kate W. Hanley. Don't forget the W. Or come to Instagram and tag me at Kate Hanley Author. Let's pay our respects to what we're being called on to let go of. Let's honor what's no longer here and clear some space to allow in what's here now. I spent the previous three weeks of the podcast going over 21 simple ways you can calm the F down so you can cope better, live better, and love more during this global pandemic. I put the best of those episodes into a mini ebook that you can download for free at katehanley.com slash calm down. I hope it'll help you in the weeks and months to come. Go get it now. 
friends, I have exciting news to report. How to Be a Better Person has its first official sponsor. Whoop, whoop. And I couldn't be more excited about who it is. It's Manta Sleep, who makes what I believe to be the dreamiest sleep masks known to humankind. And I am a sleep mask aficionado. These sleep masks are comfortable, they stay put, and they really do live up to their 100% darkness guarantee. The first night I slept with my Manta mask, my sleep tracker said I slept 8 hours and 18 minutes, which definitely helped me face the realities of quarantine life with more grace the next day. I'm psyched to be working with Manta because being better rested helps make you a better human. To go get a look at these beauties for yourself, go to mantasleep.com and use the code BETTER in all caps to save 10% off a sleep mask of your own. You can also find Manta Sleep on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. That's Manta, M-A-N-T-A, like the sea creature, sleep. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 